0: Yeah, no, 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 don't worry about it. Cool. All right, hello, everybody. This is Jack DeSena, along with John Marini. How you doing? We are on our show. The name of our show, John? J&J Indie Wrestling Talk Show. There we go. Today we have a special guest, ACW Open Challenge Champ, Rage. And the uh, ACW stands for Alpha Championship Wrestling and uh rage is here along with chaos hi <laughs> uh and we have a whole bunch of questions for them uh you want to start it off johnny oh,
1: well let's start off with the basic here when the uh, rage when did you first start
2: wrestling uh i started it's been about seven years now seven years yeah okay. wow i started late though mm. i wasn't a young what happened kicker. what made you uh take up uh um, meet, well I've been a fan since who knows when and um, I got my son into it and at the time he was I think 16 and we went to an indie show and while we were there um, one of the wrestlers mistaken me for a worker and was directing us towards you know where the wrestlers would go into the place and I'm like I don't know we're fans and my son thought it was funny and he said you should be a wrestler and then the guy overheard and got into a whole conversation about training and different schools and my son said well listen why don't we do it together we'll go in together oh right wow now. that's great yeah, yeah so huh. that's how it started so he wow. started
1: basically when he was 16
2: uh yeah training, training. 18 you know you were able to get into the ring and actually perform but uh like i said he we both got into it but he decided um he had college at the time or he's getting ready to go to college okay he had a band. He had a bunch of other stuff on his wow. mm. on his plate. Wow! And uh, I just continued going. So he kind of dropped out of it, but I just kept going.
1: You said yeah. you started late. Now, how yeah. old
2: were you when you first started? If you don't mind asking. Well, I'm 49 now, so it was seven years ago. Wow! Yeah.
0: Uh, you look younger than 49. Hey, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> I never would expect <laughs> to be no. 49 years old. Yeah. But, wow! Wow! So you That's gotta, good. You got to
2: join pro wrestling. It keeps yeah. you young. <laughs>
1: I believe
0: so. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but the thing is The way I'd probably do I get beat up so bad That I look twice my age
0: <laughs> <laughs> Now You were working out Prior to, to this? Or yeah, prior? yeah Oh, yeah. you were? Yeah so you were I was a helped, gym uh... rat Oh, great Yeah, oh, that's, that's what uh, That's what helped you yeah. Get in That's yeah. good
1: Were you always into Like the sports And stuff like that?
2: Uh, to be honest with you I wasn't really that much Into sports itself But like, you know I was into bodybuilding Okay Pro wrestling yeah. You know, I was a big fan Um Football, you know. Oh, so you played football, so like I didn't play, oh, you didn't play football. I didn't play football. I like to watch football. Oh, okay. <laughs> like I said, I was I was, I was <clears throat> the athlete in high school. You know, okay. I was you know hanging out with all the metalheads. No, that's what's
1: wrong with that. No, I not too much. I,
2: I don't remember too much from that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. What
1: about you, Chaos? What uh, what influenced you to become the manager of the champion?
3: Pretty much um any match that he would be on i would watch him and i'd get really excited and i'd pretty much be the loudest person cheering in the audience anyway Mm. and i was like hey dad can i walk you in he's like yeah come to class so like i went to class and first time i tried to walk him in and i wasn't trained it wasn't that great but when i first came out as chaos it it was it was really great i was hooked
0: Mm. and you wrestle as well
3: um, I valet him, and I sometimes do moves. But oh,
0: okay,
1: yeah, she's good at uh, the Frankensteiner Sometimes when she's in the ring. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. really?
0: The Frankenstein? Yeah. Wow. Harakarana. They does call Harakarana. Right?
1: Yeah. I still call it what really called the. Her, yeah, the when you said the, Fra-
0: yeah, that was. <laughs> that's it. I think they're the ones that Scott Steiner uh, yeah, created the Steiner the brothers and created, and it.
1: and for some reason, everybody starts calling it the Harakarana
0: because they don't want to use their names yeah. in other promotions. Yeah, the I head
3: scissors. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, that is an awesome move. I remember when I first seen it, I was like, "Wow, I'd break my neck if someone did that to me." <laughs> <laughs> That's know. why I
1: don't even bother trying to do anything like that if I went to the ring. Uh,
0: and uh, we got more questions here, John. Oh, we got <laughs> <laughs> a <laughs> lot more. Yeah. Uh, tell us some about tell us about some of your best matches
2: how uh, that is a good one. Um, let's see. Uh, probably, I would say, def- Oh, I don't know. Um, I mean, I can talk about the championship matches that I've won belts uh-huh. at. Um, they they're always. always well, those are the, Yeah. Yeah. Like when I did win, like I said, I'm the ACW Open Challenge Champion. I've actually held that belt for six years. And the only reason why is because it's alternated through different federations. Uh So, like, if a federation came out where it originated was uh, WWO World Wrestling Organization. Mm -hmm. And that's when the title was given to, well, when I won the title. Um, But then that federation fell through, but the title stayed, Mm -hmm. and they just moved it to another federation. Oh, I see. Wow. So that's how it's been carried on how does that
1: work with the internet you know when you have a title from another promotion how does that work with the other promotions uh, it depends like you know? you're, you're the, the, the open challenge champion yeah. in this one but when you go back to FTW are you still considered that challenge on that one still or um, are you notified
2: are you it depends the champion? reason why I say it depends depends on the promoters <laughs> if they get together and they want to do something like a uh, a joint thing they'll they'll recognize the championship oh like triple A
0: and triple uh, mm. A uh, yeah. wrestling MLW. and uh, MLW do yeah yeah.
2: but uh, most of the time I mean the way look at how WWE would almost back in the day when it was WWF you wouldn't even know anything from the past of these wrestlers mm-hmm. until they came to WWF right yet they had this Amazing career, championships, and you would That's never it. have known. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that in the Indies to an extent. You know what I mean? Okay. But, Wow. What's your training like
1: when you uh, when you go for the matches? It's like, a, do you train differently or just regular training?
2: Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I guess I go more so heavy um, as far as you know training, you know, at the gym and stuff like that. Prior to a, uh, a match,
1: like, well, for example, when uh, when you have a uh, say you're going uh, against, um, I don't know Brian. Oh, if I, I, if I, are you trained differently to? Yeah, for that I match, mean, yeah, or? yeah.
2: I, I always <clears> look <throat> at uh, the opponents that I'm going to be in the ring with. Try to catch some of their video or whatever that I can get, okay. you know, knowledge from. If I haven't wrestled them before, Brian Idol, I've wrestled many times. So, you know, we got a kind of a knack of what we do in the ring. So, which is good. Okay. But if it's somebody new, like I know earlier you had brought up, I wrestled Von Schmidt. Yeah. He's been around for a long time. I never wrestled the guy. So, of course, it was nervousness because the guy's been around for a while and he's a vet. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I wanted to make a great impression. Um, so I did view his matches. Uh, I mean, it, that's basically all you can really do, you know? Unless, unless you're able to practice or get in a ring with them beforehand, it's, it's you know. Okay.
1: What about your, your family? How do they feel about you as a wrestler? Well, I
3: support, well, I it. support it. I know
1: you support it. Your son supports it. Yeah. yeah. I was uh, no. my, my wife, My wife
2: is probably definitely uh, my number one fan. Um, okay. The reason why I say that is because she didn't marry a professional wrestler. Okay. I became a professional wrestler after we married. So for her to even put up with that. Oh. Is a big deal, you know.
1: Well, if you don't let me asking, what did you do before becoming a wrestler? Do you have another job? Well, or yeah. I mean, is...
2: uh, not to not to let this out. You need you definitely need to have a full time job because pro wrestling isn't gonna uh, pay your bills unless mm-hmm. you know you hit the major league. Yeah, major league. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I I work in the city right now. I work for a management company in the city. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's good.
0: Did you ever go to work and? Uh... <clears throat> Face paint?
2: Uh no, but I actually I had to put the face paint on at work because I had a, uh, a TV spot on someone's talk show. Oh! And I had to jump on the train with the makeup on. But um, oh, cool! But that's what normal. Work. That's, that's normal the, it it was it was in New York. Manhattan. Yeah, that's it was kind of like Superman, uh, Superman or something. You know, I yeah. walked into the bathroom, came out with the face paint on. And everyone was like,
0: "Oh, you know, who <laughs> the flip are yeah, you?" Exactly.
1: <laughs>
0: wow, that's cool. That's cool.
1: You know, uh, we're going back to about when some of your best match really stands out. Uh, like you could uh, just watch that match again. Yeah, were, like, I mean, I had... Did I you had do a, that match if anything?
2: Yeah, there was one match that <coughs> sticks to me pretty big because uh, one of my trainers came up to me after the match and said, that's got to be one of your best matches. Um, it was a ladder match. It was for okay. the oh, X Division Championship at um, FDW. Okay. And uh, there was, I think, four of us that were wrestling each other for this title with ladders. And it, it was a great match. I mean, you know, I did a lot of stuff off the ladder, which I normally don't do, high-flying. You know, I'm usually a ground kind of guy. Um, so I, I definitely stepped up in that match. okay. You know? And the guys that were involved really put up a good fight. I didn't come out victorious. Right, but... But yeah. it was memorable, and people remember those certain spots I had in that match. Were like, yeah. holy, you know? <laughs> how many How
1: many people did you go against? How many people was it? Three uh, three, triple Threat. It was three. It was,
0: it was Triple three. Yeah. Those are tough matches, no matter Indies or the the major oh, yeah. leagues. It's that those are tough matches. Yeah. And you see, after a match, all the black and blues, the the bruises that the yep. the wrestlers have, and. I kind of like feel that pain with the you know
1: especially when oh you're as close as we are you actually like you almost get hit by the guys you know? I mean and you think oh. about it
2: you're in a ring and it's a certain size and yeah. you know you take it for granted that you know oh they're in the ring but if you got three or four guys in there with you and you're yeah. all being thrown around and everything like that when you land there's something like that you gotta be careful you know yeah. you're not landing on somebody and mm-hmm. you know what I mean cause they're gonna be some serious injuries with that and yeah. a ladder yeah. what, about you? what was your favorite match with that
1: um, personally,
3: my favorite match was the one between Rage and Coach Mamone, even though I ended up <laughs> featuring Rage.
1: <laughs> but,
3: um, you know, the most memorable memorable parts of it were the parts where there were, um, what do they call that? Props and stuff. I thought that was funny, the humor and all that. And also Coach Mamone's mustache. I gotta go with the mustache. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. One thing I'll tell you is.
2: Hey, what do you feel about that?
3: The
2: she for the mustache? I mean, kids would be kids, right? You know? I mean, you can guide them the right way, but sometimes a little hair on the lip. At home, was like, go to your room, Distraction. lady. Distraction. <laughs> young lady, go to your room. I mean, he, you know, you're, I mean you're grounded. You're grounded. No Don't more bring a home a but, but, you know, I waited it out. It took about a year, and I kind of, like, I knew she would come back to her senses again yeah. and come back. Like, you know. I the, mean, I he,
3: feel bad, you know, he, his... His mustache was kind of eye candy. I'd be staring at the mustache, and he'd be like, "My eyes are up here."
2: <laughs>
1: now, how okay. long did that feud last?
2: Uh, it was about a year. Yeah, really? For about a year.
1: And who, who initiated the feud to begin with? Did he initiate it, or was it um, what caused
2: the feud? I'm trying to remember. Were I think you guys was, were friends at one time, or partners. No, we weren't. We weren't really friends at one time. did he just target you? Uh, yeah, you know, he, he was the, probably the top heel at the time in FTW. Um, so and I was pretty much the the top baby face at the time, um, so he was looking to get you know up the ladder if you okay. want to call that. So I mean he challenged me to a fight. I said okay. Um, I think the first match we had, he slammed me over the head.
0: With
1: a, so. Yeah. It's about the people.
2: Um, I'll cut it out. <laughs> Great ringtone, though. Uh, Thanks. <laughs> but like I said, he slammed me over the head with the, with the picture frame, and after that, it was just revenge. After that, it wasn't even matches anymore. You know? okay. And then, of course, when my daughter jumped ship, now you're talking family. So. Oh,
0: boy. Yes, that's
2: that's tough. why it went on for tough. about a year. Broke <laughs> his heart, broke yeah. everybody's heart.
3: You
1: mentioned before do you were babyface. I do,
3: you
1: know. And that uh, that brings you to the kayfabe question. Yes. What do you think about kayfabe in wrestling still? Do you think it still has a place or it's just being faded out pretty much it, non-existence?
2: It, it does have a place. Um, but you got to know, like, when to play. You know what I mean? Uh, like, I try to stay in face, face paint when I'm doing interviews and, and carrying myself as best as I can that way. Um... But, you know, I, I'm not nervous about answering questions about, uh, you know, training or anything like that. But at the same time, like, I think the audience is, is what keeps the kayfabe going. Because uh, the way it was described to me, you could walk, you could be to- outside talking about pro wrestling. Oh, did you see this? Oh, where did he train? You know, all the inside stuff. But once you get in there and you sit down in the chair, you, you, you're you in a whole nother world. Because you now... Even though you may be saying, oh, this isn't real, you're, you are now sitting there watching it and believing it is real. Okay. You know what I mean? And I think that, that's that's on the wrestler's part, that we have to create that, that <clears throat> little confined imagination to go at that point in time. And I think that's where you find good res- uh, professional wrestlers and bad professional wrestlers as far as keeping
1: well, that going. You, as a professional wrestler, you give that audience that image. So... Day in and day out, you have to kind of maintain that image in the, the, the fan's mind. Yes, right? yes.
2: I think it's easier nowadays, too. I mean, these guys used to live by that, and they couldn't even walk out of the houses. Without mm-hmm. getting yelled at, USA or something thrown at them because no. there was, you know, yeah. people believe that this guy was like a murderer. No, a lot, like of, a you know, a
0: lot of people still do believe that. I believe. Yeah, I, you, you know, know that's yeah. the thing. There are, there, know, are there are not a lot, are, but a handful. Yeah, of, there know. are people out there. I mean, I get asked and, and, questions and certain times, I'm and I'm like, the question, And you about see about it in Europe, tweets too. and you know, when people are tweeting on what's your take on kayfabe in the wrestling?
3: Honestly, I like it a lot because, you know, when I first started watching wrestling, I was watching like the Attitude Era and stuff. So I like. When people stay in character, I right? I love um, I love the idea of like acting and you know all that stuff, and I enjoy how it's kind of like superheroes. Okay, you know what I mean? You got the good guy and the bad guy. I like when you could see like two guys fight in the ring, and they're not right after fighting in the ring. You know, just talking to each other, being chummy. Like, no, they go to separate parts. You right. know what I mean? Like, I like that more. It's more entertaining, more believable.
0: I heard and I heard stories uh, about the WWE when uh, uh, the guys were traveling together uh, back then, uh, before the Attitude Era, and I think it was Bret Hart and somebody else. You know, a fan saw them on a plane chatting and laughing it up, and then. As soon as they saw them being watched, they just stopped talking to each other and uh, you yeah, know. Yeah, I mean that. Just, oh they God. had a whole yeah because it, uh, I guess McMahon yeah, was, the, back the, then you weren't even yeah. supposed to
2: be traveling together if you right. were a, a heel and a babyface. Yeah, you know? it, that
0: that's was, what they were doing, and the, they, they they had, had separate locker rooms. Wow, have you noticed? They went that's, that far? that's how
1: far it was. Have you wow. noticed the difference when we're talking about kayfabe? noticed the difference between the wrestlers back then and wrestlers now. When you're a heel or babyface, you set by one set of rules. Mm-hmm. Like the babyface never broke a rule, never bent the rule, but now they will wrestle basically the same kind of style.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, as far as like I know from being in the indies and myself, there are certain rules that a babyface doesn't do um, in tag team and singles that you know about. You know what I mean? And it's and again, same with the heels. You know the heels are there to make you hate them and a good heel will make that, make the crowd hate them so much that if the janitor came out from the back with his mop and everything and looked as if he was going to climb into the ring the crowd would go nuts yeah. cheering him oh, yeah, without yeah. even knowing who he is that's, that's a good heel yeah. that's a good heel
1: what about cheap heat in the indies okay, doing the nice underhanded techniques no matter what it is just to get the, the crowd to pop um, would that be the epitome of a heel to you guys, or just as a wrestler doing whatever a heel does in the wrestling ring?
2: What do you I'll Well, for example, describe what you mean. Because for example,
1: like um, throws you out in the ring, and then he'll start bothering a fan and just stick a thumb in your eye again, not giving you. A oh chance yeah, that's to get that's total heel. That's, mm-hmm. total heel. that's yeah.
2: total
0: heel.
1: that would be a complete heel to you, no total matter what. it is. Complete heel.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, a couple of weeks ago, Sammy Guevara was. Uh, uh they he They said he was bringing a lot of heat. he had a lot of heat, mm-hmm. so in backstage and they showed a video of him walking around with a fan uh an electric fan he 's looking for a plug so this way he could cool it off, and the heat would cool down. <laughs> <laughs> you got me on electric fan. I was like, "Where is this going? This sounds like it's going to be a joke or something." Well, he's the one. <laughs> last year at SummerSlam, he, he was at SummerSlam, in uh, I think it was in uh, Houston, and he was out there with a Nerf tank, <laughs> shooting Nerf bombs at the at the you know the entrance but he was making fun of um, uh, DX remember when DX yes. I think they went to uh, that was a National Coliseum or was it another place oh, I'm not anyway they went there with a tank yeah. you know, and, uh, oh yeah yeah they went to right. WCW with That's a right. tank yes. yeah and uh, that, that was funny you know but yeah he was making fun of DX doing that with a tank <laughs> <laughs> right, here's
1: one for you uh, where's the, your favorite location to wrestle at is there a, one area one venue you'd like to go to the
2: most? Wow, that's a good question. Yeah, I got a good one. That was a really good question. Um, I mean, I right now I would say the Elks Lodge is probably home. You know what I mean? When I hear we're going to be performing at the Elks Lodge, I I, I get excited because I it's it's like home. You know? Right, right. It's everybody's comfortable there. You know? Now, have you ever wrestled when it was? In the big arena, no, at the, no, I never wrestled. But over. like I've been in matches with some of the guys from ECW yeah. and stuff. They uh, they always have stories about it.
0: Uh, when he first brought me to FTW, the match, he goes, "It's at the Elk's Lodge." I says, "Great, I love the it. Elk's Lodge." <laughs> we go over there and we're waiting on the side. I remember we used to go in the front where the yeah. elk is, but he's taking me to the side. He goes, "No, this is where you get in." And it, it was different. I'm like, this is not the Elks Lodge. I'm looking around. Yeah, they sold yeah, that building. Yeah. Yeah. And then, Oh, that so they sold that building, it's and they uh, built, uh, now they call that the Elks Lodge, or that's part of it? Um, Actually, the, what the Elks Lodge used
2: to be, with the big elk outside, yeah. is now like a church or something. Oh. Or something. Well, so no so I was going to say, if you got in there, that you were probably standing on line waiting for the Eucharist <laughs> or something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You were talking about baby faces and heels. What are you
2: considering? Uh, definitely baby face.
1: You're yeah. a baby Because yeah. I was watching a match with a tag team with you, and you guys were definitely the heels in
2: that match. Which match?
1: It was what you and Pitbull won.
2: Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. And
1: I was going, wait a second. I thought there were faces.
2: Yeah. Um, that was kind of. Uh, we, were, we were testing waters, we were trying to see.
1: And that was with the ACW. The or NEW, I think it was? Uh, N-E-W, NEW, yes.
2: New Evolution Wrestling. Uh, we were testing the waters to see exactly which direction we were going to go. And we were letting the audience kind of pick it. Mm-hmm. And after the match, we realized, they, you know, he, Gary Wolf, people number one, said to me, because, you know, you're getting the cheers out there. I don't know if this is going to work. So <laughs> we were like, yeah, all right. Let's kind of side <laughs> over a little bit make us not as... Bad, you know. We we'll, 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 we could be bad, but we yeah. could be cool bad, you know. Yeah. And that's kind of like what we're gearing towards now. Mm. So.
1: And how is being shoved by a Fonz? Being abused by somebody like that? How? What that? What resentment went through your mind? Like, what the hell he is? That?
3: Oh my God! The worst thing ever is when a guy thinks, "Oh, hey, I'm just gonna push you. I'm just gonna shove you." Like, no! I might be five one, but. I'll kick your ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> like seriously, like you know, do they not know who who the heck my dad is? First off, second off, I can defend myself because I mean I can freaking I got a
1: devastating hurricane, I mean, excuse me, Frankenstein, and watch out.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll send you through the crowd.
1: Mm. Wow. How do the crowds? Being that the crowds now, how do the crowds treat you in all the different federations, all the different promotions? About the same, or you got, About the you same. got pop in the same. ones?
2: No, I mean I, I I've been lucky. I, I'll be honest with you, I've been lucky. And and with pro wrestling, um, I always tell people that that get involved. Yeah. You know, the young guys, the green guys. That uh, pro wrestling is probably like ninety eight percent visual, before anything else, before. I could do this move, I could do that move, before I could fly off the top rope, before anything, it's visual. And if you look the part, people will respond to it. So if you look like a heel, they're going to respond to that. If you look like a face, they're going to respond to it. If you look like a professional wrestler, they're going to respond to it. So if you're going to go out there in sweatpants, sneakers, knee pads, and a Punisher shirt...
3: (laughs) I knew you were going to say that.
2: You know, maybe you should decide on some, wearing something else, you know? Maybe go to the gym, maybe, you know what I mean? Well, the Punisher shirt will make you, uh, you know, you'll probably fear the guy if he's wearing a Punisher shirt. But, uh, yeah, like I said, I, I've been very lucky. I've gone to shows and no one's known me and my music comes on, I come out and the crowd pops. So... I don't know if it's something, I, I'm not trying to be conceited, I don't know if it's something that I have or just the way I present myself when I come out. Let's go right face, you know face. what I mean? That, yeah, I'm, sure that, part, has, that part of I'm sure that has a lot to do with it too. You Where did know? that come from? Anything uh, well, the story behind that is I went through training and the very, very first time I climbed into a ring at a show, I was in a Royal Rumble. And it was for FTW. And when I was told I was in, gonna be in this Royal Rumble, you know, I was home and I'm thinking, oh, okay, Royal Rumble. I didn't How have many the greatest people? gear. Uh, probably about thirty. Wow. It, it, yeah, it about thirty. Um, there wasn't. Uh, I didn't have any gear really yet. You know, so I was wearing like, talking about cut <laughs> off jeans, the knee pads, you know, black sneakers. And they, but everybody kind of looked the same when they were going out there because a lot of them were students. And I said, I got to do something different. So. Face paint came into it. Mm. I said one way to stand out, I'll throw some face paint on, and from that point on, it stayed. Wow. The face
1: paint in- influenced the type of wrestling you did, or like, um, like a mystique to the. Yeah, I mean, once I got it on, and once I realized
2: that people uh, were accepting it, and I was getting cheered or booed or whatever at the time in the beginning, um, I I just went along with it. I, I decided to grasp other you know, face-painted wrestlers and kind of like incorporate maybe a little bit of that, you know, <laughs> Ultimate Warrior, Road Warriors, you know, kind of thing, you know, and it worked, you know. Oh, that's good. So. You patting yourself after those guys or? Um. Yeah, to an extent, yeah, yeah. You know.
1: Who's your, in that, now compared to back, like say, wrestlers 20 years ago, who would be your pick to, as a constant uh, idol type?
2: As an idol type, yeah. um,
1: who would you want to pattern your your wrestling after? From the wrestlers back then, like say Bruno Sammartino, Ultimate Warrior. Um.
2: Yeah, I mean, if I if I if I would say, I could tell you who my favorite wrestlers were. But okay, good. Um, all right. Well, when I first got into pro, uh, watching pro wrestling, the first wrestler that I like was addicted to was uh, Jimmy Superfly Snugger. Okay. Oh. Yeah. And then um later on the eighties yeah. came in and I was watching and I got into the macho obsessed. Wow. Dig it. Yeah. Ooh, and then yeah. and then the attitude era the attitude era Stone Cold was the deal. I yeah. was big Stone Cold fan. Hands you know? down. So was, I. You know? so was I. So was and it. you were talking about, you know, the heel face thing. Right. That was the first time people started saying that, you know, there's no difference between heel and face. But me being in the biz and I'm sure a lot of other uh, wrestlers or, or fans, big fans, Marks, whatever, you could see where Stone Cold did make that transition to Babyface. There were certain things but that. His style of wrestling didn't really no, change. No, it didn't change, but there was certain laws he was going by that you could see in his matches where. Captain yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. In that. About. I think yeah. You know what I mean? Safe zone. In
1: my opinion, I think he's more being more of a tweener because he did the same thing when yeah. he was wrestling a Babyface or he was wrestling
2: another heel. Yeah.
1: So he stayed pretty much, you know on the middle line
2: to an extent like I said I think once he went baby face he got a little smarter if you want to say that you know what I mean where if you watched him when he was heel you know as it's supposed to go the the, 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 the baby face would get over on the heel because he's smarter you know what I mean he knows the moves better and you know you'd always see Stone Cold like fumble with something and get caught up in something where later on it was the other way you know
1: let's go back a little bit more you mentioned Stone Cold is one of your favorites what about uh, guys like Bruno Sammartino you know the guys in that era
2: Uh, yeah yeah I mean Bruno I like Bruno Uh, I liked the way wrestling was back then more so than it is today only because well for instance um, storylines they were compelling you know people went to the garden sold it out to watch Bruno Sammartino wrestle
0: Larry Zabisco yeah you know nice how many man.
2: times but they would still keep going I went to one of those matches yeah I mean I and went it would to get, it Bruno
0: get, and uh, Roddy Piper match steel cage match in East Rutherford <laughs> I remember Boy, that feud good. yeah it was that <laughs> when he called
2: him the Italian uh, bad word on Piper's Pit and it started the whole call. feud I that him a WAP oh wow! he called him a WOP. he
1: called him a WAP
2: and I think he smacked him across the face or vice versa I think San Martino smacked him yeah and then that's that, how that feud started I remember that
0: I was like whoa
1: yeah, then Bruno started cursing him out in the yeah, time. Yes. I remember that one. And Vince was there as an announcer. And back then, I didn't know Vince was a member of the family. You know? I was like, I was the ultimate mark back then. It was yeah. Saturdays, midnight, yeah, Channel yeah. 9. I was, yeah. like, I was, what, maybe 12, 10, 12 years old, something yeah. like that.
2: Yeah. Just started watching wrestling, like, oh, Wow, this is real
1: stuff This is so
2: cool wow. I mean, I, rem- I remember going We had an arena I used to live in Ridgewood, Queens Oh, okay For Parts okay. Unknown And uh, <laughs> and uh, That arena was like a small little dinky arena But it was fantastic The matches they had in there I saw Jimmy Snooker wrestle Ray the Cripple of Stevens Oh, that must have been a great match I saw oh, the delicious. Samoans against uh, the Jules and Jay Strongbow Okay. I mean, they had, had some classic matches in there, and it was just unreal. I remember going there as a kid, and just it, it was unreal. You know? unreal. Ivan Kuzski. Yes. Yes. One of my favorites. Bolshunov.
0: Yep. Yeah. Wow. That those were those. That was back in the day.
1: Oh yeah. Oh. If you could pick one of those wrestlers as a tag team partner, who would you pick?
2: From that era, yeah.
1: Say you could bring them back in time, bring them up to here at that peak. Who would pick? Who would be your your pick for a take team partner, or an opponent?
2: Matter of um, I don't. You know, I, I'm thinking about all these. You know, who I would have loved to wrestle him because it would have been really awkward, but at the same time, I think it would have been cool. The Missing Link. Oh, my God. Uh, remember that guy? <laughs> yeah, I
0: remember The Missing Link. I yeah. think that would be a fun match.
2: Supposedly the yeah. head yeah. in the
1: industry. Both got
2: See. face paint on, yeah. both going at it. Yeah, I think that would be uh, fun. That would be awesome. Yeah. That would
0: have been awesome. I got a question. If you could pick a major promotion to work for, which one would you choose? Oh, wow. Um,
2: I guess everybody's dream is WWE. Uh, but now you have... So many others out there. I would still say it would probably be WWE. WWE. O- only because, like I said, I've been a fan before I was a wrestler and WWF. Right. You know, just to, just to you know,
0: get yeah. that paycheck
2: that says, you know.
0: Yeah, that's World what I heard.
2: Wrestling, entertainment.
0: As eh? <laughs> uh, soon as AEW came out, uh, everybody was getting a bigger paycheck. Yeah, yeah. Because they didn't want Vince McMahon, they didn't want the, anybody signing to uh, AEW. And all of a sudden, he started laying uh, people off, yeah. firing them. Mm-hmm. Back so, in April.
1: So, if you were in, uh, if you were WWE, if you could pick babyface or heel, what would you want to
2: know? Uh, I would go. I would go for babyface. You go for the babyface. Yeah, face. yeah. I, I'd try it out. You know, I think I. I don't want to say it, but it, it it depends on how you look at it. I mean, I think babyface is a little bit harder. You're trying to get people to cheer you. I think it's easier to get people to hate you, even if yeah, you that's don't. true. You know what I mean? Think about it. Look at Baron Corbin. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I hate him.
1: He's a you know, like great I'm, cook, though. Oh, if I you ever see I, his videos, I don't know why they made him. The guy King of the oh, ring twice. Yeah. Why the first time was too
2: much. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I definitely try for face. You know. Yeah. But, Nothing wrestling
1: related to it, yeah. but here's just a little question. Uh, what type of music do you listen to?
2: Okay, this is one question I was not going to answer. I'm <laughs> not all. Uh, I totally can't wait.
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't ask about music.
2: John, don't piss him off. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I tried not to. <laughs> that's why <miss>. I said <laughs> anything you don't want to talk about. My my big thing is uh, I love metal. metal uh, means, uh, right up our alley. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we listened to it on the way in. Yeah. Yeah. Like I come in, my theme song when I come in is uh Sworn Enemies, uh It's Time to Rage. Okay. So and, open uh, music, yeah. yeah, Sworn Enemy which another story is I actually had invited them, didn't think that it was gonna happen. I got on a radio show. I had a friend that was just doing a, a radio show and it was a metal radio show and he had Sworn Enemy on it. He goes, Oh, you know, rage, call up, call up. You know, the band does your song, they're gonna be on here. Now they mean do my song, and then I did it. You know, it was on their album for years before I picked it. And uh, I called up and I was talking to some of the guys. And one of the guys says, Yeah, if you ever make it to WWE, we want to play for you for WrestleMania. Oh, wow. So I said, Okay. I says, Well, it's not in the cards right this second, but I said, How would you guys like to perform at a show that I come out to? Yeah, all right. And it was left like that. Next day, I get a call from the guy that does the, my friend, and he says, yeah, they're interested. They want to, they want to perform for one of your shows. So sure cool. enough, they came and they performed cool. at, uh, La Boom. Oh,
0: and on, uh, and
2: Sunnyside. When I wrestled, uh, Ace Andrew, uh, not Ace Andrews, uh, Andrew Anderson. And, uh, it was, it was wild. It was wild. was cool. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. What about yeah. your, um, your other, friends in the, 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 the league, so to say? Do you hang out with any of them at all, or... Um, well, you know, in pro wrestling, you have close friends and you have friends. You know, I mean, it's, it's some. When I say that like that, I mean, you have very few friends as far as like close friends go. Okay. Um. So there are a few that you know I, I talk to and you know converse with. Um, okay. Anybody hang out every day? No, but I mean, there's a few that I could call up and be like, you know, hey, you want to go do something or okay, whatever.
1: Is that in just FTW or is that with the other
2: other promotions? With with the other promotions, too. Also, you know, like, I I wrestled in Puerto Rico and a bunch of us went down in Puerto Rico. So, I mean, there's that close bond that you get when you do something big like that, you know? Like, I also went to Canada with a a small group of FTW guys. And I think that group kind of stuck together after that. Oh, that's cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of a bond.
1: Okay.
2: So. That's
0: cool. Did you ever have a situation during a bad match, not a bad match, during a match that went bad? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I brought it up to you earlier,
2: uh, wrestling coach Mamone. Oh, um, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh,
1: and also Ivan Schmidt.
2: And Ivan Schmidt. Went,
1: went. And in, yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. But the, the coach Mamone was uh, was pretty serious because, like I said, I the way the match went, we went up to the top rope, and I was supposed to give him my finisher off the top. And he leaned on me a certain way and I couldn't get him hooked the right way. And I said, I gotta let you go. And he's like, all right. And I threw his legs over me, almost like an uh, F5, okay. and, but off my shoulders right. onto the mat. And he, instead of going flat, he sailed down straight down onto his shoulder and Ouch. broke his shoulder. All right. So, so uh, luckily that was the end of the match. <laughs> But again, it was...
3: Don't forget your scary. leg injury,
2: though. Well, that, I wasn't able to finish the match. Yeah, I cool. Was, yeah, I, I was injured uh, in an outside match. And um, I was wrestling uh, Gary Reno. And mm-hmm. I threw him out of the ring. Or, yeah, I threw him out of the ring. And I was supposed to go out after him. And the wind, we were right near the uh, water, was blowing the ring skirt up. So when I kind of went out of the ring... I kind of did like a, uh, trying to describe it. He
3: like jumped out, right? Yeah,
2: I kind of like jumped out, but my foot hit that ring skirt that was popping out and pulled me this way, Ow. so Jeez, all my weight hurts. went down on this ankle and literally popped my foot to where my foot was like this Ooh. in the boot.
1: Well, you stood that drop kick, right?
2: Oh no, <laughs> I was out, that was in for me. <laughs> I was wow. I was led to the ambulance by Terry Funk was on the show, uh-huh. and he came out and was like holding my hand like brother you'll be all right you know bringing me into the walk ambulance it off, walk it off walk it off it's okay and I was off. out of wrestling for a couple of months because of that wow the promoter thought that was it he said I think you're done but you were luckily, tired I at
1: one time didn't you from from, from wrestling
2: uh yeah it was because of, the ankle. of yeah. the ankle yeah oh it was because of the ankle okay. yeah it was it was uh it was kind of scary I didn't know what I was going to <clears> be doing <throat> yet and then. Um, you know, it healed properly, I was I was lucky, and once I started training again and I was able to put weight on it and stuff like that, um, I realized I'm, I, I can still go. Oh, good, so. that's good. Not a lot of
0: uh, people could get, uh, do that. Yeah, well, that's... Get lucky like that. So,
2: and it's part of the biz, I mean, you're <coughs> going to break stuff. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it, you are going to break yeah, something.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: So who is your toughest opponent to date right now in any promotion?
2: Oh,
1: no, or you no. have different uh, levels of toughness in each promotion?
2: Uh I would say probably FTW I would have to put I'd have to put Brian Idol up there on that one. He's he's pretty tough opponent. He's well versed in uh you know, moves and you know. So I, I would definitely put him on that for that. Uh I'm trying to think who else. ACW. I've been in the ring with Nimrod so far. They're pretty new fed, so we have a little feud going on. Um, I would say.
1: I thought he was an FTW.
2: Yeah, he's an FTW, FTW too, but I've not wrestled him in FTW only for it. ACW. Um, and actually, he's 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 come a long way. He's pretty new also. Yeah. Um, but he's really developing well as far as uh, professional wrestler character. And everything and um he he was pretty tough you know okay. i'll be honest with you i mean i got hit in the head with the belt i you know i took some pretty pretty sick moves from him which was you know do you prefer tagging or
1: single fetches
2: um right now
1: no i know you're tagging with yeah i mean wolf,
2: but... it's it's fun to be able to alternate um there, there's plus minuses for both uh, but I, I actually don't mind either either one. I, I don't mind either one. How did you get decide to
1: become a tag team as the new pit bulls?
2: Um I the had a feud. Yeah, I had a feud with uh, Splendid Bobby and his team, and they would come in and constantly jump me and left and right after every match. Even if I won, it was like getting pounded at the end, and I just got sick and tired of it. So, uh, New New Evolution Wrestling decided to pair me up with someone they picked. And the match was good. We we lost. We lost that one, right? I think we lost that one. one. The one with the Lycan. The first match. Yeah. So I at the end of that match, I said, "Listen, I said I will not wrestle for this federation again unless I'm able to pick my uh, tag team partner." And they basically said, "All right, well, you know, who are you going to pick?" And they were naming all these guys that were on the roster. And I said, "I got a friend of mine." So I called Gary, who I okay. Uh, spoken so, to and we well, so you, you know do, have a have know decent friendship. Yeah. And I told him, I said, listen, I said, why don't you come down and you know, be my tag team partner? So he says, Fine. So it was actually his idea. Once we teamed up, he says, Listen, you know what? Let's call us the new pit bulls. And then okay. that I was honored and uh
1: You pit Pitbull three.
2: Yes. And that's how it worked out. So
1: And how was he uh Did he impart to you a lot of knowledge as a tag team, being that he was such a great tag team himself? Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, you know, he definitely has uh, a lot of knowledge as far as uh, tag team and um, just overall, you know, technique as far as, you know, how to deal with the match and stuff, you know, opened your eyes a
1: little bit. What about you, managing the new pit bulls, how did that feel?
3: Um, it it was kind of intimidating, to be honest, because you know you see this guy who's been in it for so long, he's been in ECW, and I'm like, oh god, how is he gonna act? You know what I mean? I was like, is he gonna be nice? Is he gonna be snooty? He actually ended up being really cool. Is which, he intimidating which was
2: great. looking outside the ring? Is is inside the ring? Uh, Gary? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would say so. He's definitely an intimidating guy. You know what I mean? And with the deep voice. Yeah. I mean, he, 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 he looks, looks, looks deep fat. Deep. You know what I mean? I got, he
1: looks see, like he's been him, around yeah. the block a couple times. When you see him, you're not gonna spin
3: the guy. Hey guys!
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Now, what do you perform no, on, or, or, or are you more of a mat wrestler or do you do the likes of uh, high-flying? Uh, I'm probably in between. I consider
2: myself more so like a brawler, you know. Okay. You know, I do like using the ropes to throw my mm-hmm. opponents into, or me with myself into for like a good close. You more like the smash mouth type. Yeah, exactly. That's good. Mm-hmm.
0: You get nervous at all? I get
2: nervous every day when I go out. Right, it's as standing right there waiting to go through the ropes, I'm, I'm nervous as so. hell. that's good. Yeah.
1: That's good. just make sure you don't, know the, the complacent, you know exactly you know, uh, Yeah, you know, I Because the adrenaline starts to pump a little. Exactly, bigger. I don't know
2: anybody that doesn't get nervous um, before a match. I think once you don't get nervous is when you got problems. How do you prepare for a match,
1: you know, before the match itself? Before you know, the match stretching itself? Stretching or just relaxing? Yeah,
2: stretching, or... um, you know, uh, usually in the back, I mean, you, there's bands or something okay. You know you can kind of loosen up with um, Jumping jacks Something to get the heart rate going
1: Do you warm up with any of the guys in the back Before you match? Like,
2: What's, what's that? Do you warm up with
1: anybody in the back before you match?
2: No, usually, usually I like to be on the side by myself okay.
1: You know
0: But uh, So all the wrestlers have their own way of
2: uh, Yeah, everybody's got their own
0: Thing they usually do
2: Is anybody yeah. sitting at the table going, oh no but there was this guy from Japan he would sit there and he'd have powder and he'd put it in his hand and he be like I'm kidding no, Mr. Fuji <laughs> Mr. Right the Fuji with the son <laughs> <laughs> oh boy <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. going back to tag team wrestling you ever tagged with your son
2: uh no but he was in the um battle royal the royal rumble that time oh okay time.
0: He was actually in the ring with me. Uh, And uh, when did you get thrown out and when did he get thrown out?
2: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he got thrown out earlier. Um, I was in there for a while. And uh, I'm trying to think of the guy's name. Don't don't get mad. Um, Wrecking Ball? Uh, I can't think of his last name. But he wrestles out of, I want to say Connecticut. But he's actually going to be on the Jersey oh, show that I'm going to be in uh, November 12th. Uh, you're, going, you're going to be at that, that show? Yeah, oh. September 12th. Um, but uh, he's the one that threw me out. Yeah, he's a big boy. Uh, are you fighting him? or? No, actually I'm in another Battle Royal battle royal? Kinda royal Rumble thing. It's a two oh. ring, <laughs> and uh, the last guy, uh, or the last two guys, I guess, are going to be competing for the uh, heavyweight championship. Oh. So, Good luck. Should be interesting. Yeah. yeah.
1: When you see Chaos jump into the ring to do her famous uh, Frankenstein, do you get nervous like she's going to get hurt or something like that or something might happen?
2: Uh, no, I, I'll be honest with you. I have, you I have up, confidence in her. When yeah.
1: going to back you up, it's a good push for you.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's good to have somebody in the corner, you know? Um, I had a former manager before her uh, for a little while in the beginning, but. Um, then I was alone for a while. So once I got my daughter, it's you know I can't ask for anything better. I don't
1: know. They said there's reason have So we can have it So I got some more questions you know what? I'm gonna have some questions for you. Okay. Okay. All right. This is for you, Cass. Has been managing your, managing rage?
3: Um, it's been interesting. It's definitely been uh quite an adventure, because at first I kind of thought, well, okay, obviously, you know, me and my dad are close, but what kind of dynamic do I want to have in the ring? You know what I mean? Like, what character can I kind of base it off of that has a good father-daughter relationship? And uh, at the time I was playing uh, Bioshock. I played Bioshock 1 and 2, and I was like... Big daddy and little sister. Perfect. She always cheers for him. She's always, like, willing to get her hands dirty. It's, like, 100%, you know?
1: You asked this question before. Who's your favorite wrestler besides that?
3: Besides what? Besides your
1: father. Who's your favorite wrestler? Uh,
3: Um, my favorite wrestler probably is Lita right now. Okay. Like, personally, I like Lita, and I also like, um... Page.
1: If you were to pick any of the federations, the other federate, the main federations, who would you pick, and would you be a manager? or Would you want to be a wrestler? Then?
3: I would want to manage somebody definitely, but you know, like when it comes to like girls, I think I think Lita or Page would match my image a little more. But I'd be willing to manage anybody because that'd be kind of fun.
1: And where would you want to go to AEW or WWE or? Um,
3: personally. New Japan? Oh, that'd be so much fun. But uh personally, uh WWE I, I think is almost like the Disney world of like wrestling. You know what I mean? Like everybody wants to go and it it's so much fun.
1: You, uh, when your your brother starts getting up there, you gonna try to manage him too or you going to let him be on his
2: own?
3: Um I mean I I would hope that he gets back into wrestling, but I would no longer wrestling?
2: No, no, no. no. Oh yeah. that way. yeah he, he he's had stopped. His band. Like I said, he was in it for like a little okay. while, and then his band in college at the time. Uh, I figured to be. Does a... he still work
0: out though? Does he keep in shape?
3: Or um, I mean, he's in shape. Yeah, his I tone. mean, he, he's
2: got he's got a nice tone going. Oh, good. All right. Yeah. Well. What kind of music? Uh punk. Okay. Yeah. Old school. Yeah. Because I was
1: figuring to be a. A Rage and take team down the line so no. Yeah,
2: yeah. I
3: know that'd be. Really we, cool. we
2: were gearing towards that actually when we first got involved. You know, it was the father son thing, and even the promoter was like, "Oh, that'd be great," but you know, things happen. Things happen. Yeah. yeah.
1: Is holding a title now that you got the the uh, no uh, open challenge? How does it feel being so popular now, being a titleist and all of them? Are you afraid that being the open challenge, anybody's gonna come after you at all times?
2: Um. Yeah. I mean. It's the reason why they call it the Open Challenge is basically it's anybody can, you know, before a show, they could just say, Hey, listen, you're wrestling so-and-so. I mean, that's how Nimra got in that, mm-hmm. you know. And he went in and signed the dotted line, and that's how that match got put together. But,
0: um, yeah, anybody can go after it. So, in other words, Johnny could sign on a dotted line there yeah, and uh, come after you. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: It won't be a, be a fast match, I'll tell you that right now.
0: <laughs> oh, John, I'll be your manager. Don't worry, I'll be your manager. <laughs> yeah, we'll go we'll oh. in. First column of the I'll top. be by the exit door in the back. <laughs>
1: as, as, as soon as he hooks me, I'm going out again. That. No paint for me. That's it. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Three acts. Have you ever wrestled
2: injured? Uh, yes. Yeah.
1: It was a tougher to finish the match that way, obviously, right?
2: Yeah, but like I said, you know, you, you get bumped around and you, you get injured in there. The, the, I've gotten bloody noses, black eyes, you know. There's things that happen that you're not ready for and you can't plan. And when they do happen, it's, sure you Sure know, must go on.
1: Yeah. Are you expecting to perform another match even though you're injured or they let you uh, take a day off and get uh, back into health?
2: What do you mean? Like as far like as say like you another be, show or something? Yeah,
1: another show. Like say. Oh yeah, I mean do.
2: if you're if you're signed on for a show, it's your obligation to be there. I mean, unless of course you know you. I mean, I know wrestlers that have gone into the ring with a uh, cast on their leg. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it, it it all depends on the person, I guess. You know.
1: What's a day off like for Rage?
2: <coughs> Reclining couch, beer. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Horror movies. Horror
1: movies. Yeah, okay. yeah. What's your horror movie to, as uh, up to date?
2: Um, like the, the old horror movies? Or the oh, stuff? I I love the Universal monsters and all that stuff, the old stuff. Or but well, well. my all time favorite horror movies uh, are probably the uh, Rob Zombie, House oh. of a Thousand Corpses oh. and Devil's yeah. Rejects. Oh, my, okay,
0: yeah, I, I think those are great.
2: The... Oops.
1: And uh, you have the same thing, I guess.
3: Yeah, I I really like Wars? House of a Thousand Corpses. No, thank you. Um, but I I love that those movies, and you know I could quote them constantly. And I also love. I've recently got into Reanimator. All the movies in there.
1: I seen the Reanimator years like ago. That was
2: a great movie. I think it was Reanimator. The green the guy, Yes, yes. Yeah. And he ejects the head. Remember?
3: Right, the right. The guy with the glasses.
1: Yeah, he he uh, injects himself with the stuff to keep his brain sharp, you said? Yeah. Okay, I really that's haven't it, all the one. So, a uh, day off a of Rage is beer on the couch.
0: <laughs> Watching Watch horror movies. That's
1: it.
3: Pen and chihuahuas.
1: Yeah. Oh, Pen you man. had dogs Chihuahua. too, I yeah. guess. Yeah, right, yeah. How many dogs do you have?
2: Oh, uh, you had to ask that? <laughs> you said chihuahuas. No, no, I know. No, no we, have, uh, we have nine chihuahuas. Oh, my Chihuahuas. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nine Chihuahuas. Six wow. of them were, were they unexpected. They or? No, well, we had, uh, what was it, we had four, right? Yeah. And the one male Chihuahua decided to go for the one female Chihuahua when nobody was looking. And they weren't ah. separated at the time. They weren't fixed. Um, they got together, and that's how we had Nine. the pups. Oh.
0: So. Well, well, I got, I got a, a Shih Tzu, and I have um, an Aussie Doodle, and... One of the, the Aussie Doodle is a rescue, and they are nicknamed <laughs> Lucha the Lucha Bros. <laughs> <laughs> I call them Lucha Bros. <laughs> Even though the new one is Connor and Franklin is the shit, too, I call them the Lucha Bros because they wrestle all the time out in the yard. Oh, that's fine.
1: <laughs> I was talking with him he says, I got the Lucha Brothers in the backyard. Hold on. I go, <laughs> what the hell is he talking about? The best tag team in the world. I have been watching <laughs> them on TV the or something
0: like Who do you think is the best tag the best <laughs> team in the world right now? Right now? Yeah. In all the promotions. I, I, I watched a lot of them. and I, Everybody was talking uh, big about the, the Young Bucks. Liked, oh, and yeah. Never and, never you know, in them. New Japan. And then I... Looked at them, I said, Ah, they're good, but I, at the time I thought the Uso brothers were better, you know?
2: Yeah, I mean, But I, then I started watching MLW yeah, and all that. You know who I liked, who I was impressed with? Um, I don't know if I'm going to get their names right. They were the Vikings? Or the, oh, yeah. Yeah. Rowan, was, uh, Eric Rowan, and. Um, well, now he's out, called Ivar the, now. Yeah. yeah. These two guys, man, War when machine. I watched them, yeah, they, they, they the came out, and it was like. Whoa! Oh, yeah. The moves yeah. they did always, for their size and everything were just yeah,
1: me I've always been man. impressed with Wall Machine when they were yeah, in Honor. Yeah. Oh. So All those good. big
0: guys today, they just like, they're very uh, uh, like rubber bands. You yeah. know, you got uh, Luchasaurus in AEW. Yes, yes, The guy's like seven foot something, and he's doing these standing moonsaults on, yeah. on, on guys, and I'm like, wow. Well, you know what else is impressive, though? Willie Mack. For Willy Mac, yeah. Standing yeah. Moves sort of like yeah. That, yeah. All, all the big guys, they impress but, me when they do yeah. that.
1: And War Machine, the Viking Raiders, the way they say it, you figure Hanson, the one with the, the heavier guy, he'd be the powerhouse. No, he's the
2: high flyer of yeah. the team. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. Are like, a really? Yeah. They were good. They're good. They're they were good.
0: good, yeah. But I, uh, ever since I started watching the, uh, the MLW and all that, and I saw the Lucha Bros in there, I was like, wow, these guys are great. They just come out with moves out of nowhere. You know, they just, uh, unbelievable. So
1: your favorite was, uh, what were you saying now? The War Machine? Yeah. Viking yeah. What about from back then, and back in the day?
2: Oh, wow. Let's see. Um,
1: Let's say 70s, 80s here.
2: I would probably have to say. And only reason why is again I'm putting myself where I was at that time, like as far as age and all that stuff and amazement, uh, would probably be the Wild Samoans. Those guys was so intimidating. Yeah. Oh, I'm like I said, Richard Arena, When I was younger, I used to go there to watch, and these guys would be walking around. They would, whether they were in character or not, just walking around, and kids would run. Because it was like They were so intimidating You know Like I said When they were in the ring They really like They were were
0: powerhouses They were Yeah when I was growing up And I saw them For the first time I said nobody's gonna Take the belt away from me Right Nobody's gonna take it They were
2: monsters
0: Yeah I was scared I Believe it or not I was scared when (laughs) I seen them And I was Watching them on TV I was scared Yeah Yeah Who
1: was um, your your, um, Preferred uh, The heels or the faces when you were a fan,
2: as a fan. When I was a fan, I would have to say, well, I, I like again. It, it depends on what era I was, I was watching and who I was into. Um, when I first started, like I said, I was into Jimmy Snooker. so I guess I was more so into the faces at the time. Okay. Um, and then Macho Man was in the '80s, and I loved when Macho Man was heel. When he was heel, he was the best. His feuds with. Um, Hogan, Hogan. Uh, Tito Santana, oh, yeah. Ricky Steamboat—I mean, it was—he was, he was a phenomenal heel. Um, what about
3: you? Okay, so tag teams. Um, right now, my favorite tag team currently is the New Pitbulls. <laughs> <Okay.
2: laughs>
3: <laughs> and then uh, a further back one would be DX. I liked oh, them a lot. Yeah. I was obsessed with them when I was younger. Yeah,
0: they were another great tag team.
1: What about teams like um, the original Pitbulls?
3: Yeah, they're cool. They they were really cool. I, I was upset that um, that Pitbull number two sadly died because, like, they were really good together. Yeah. Yeah, they
2: were really good.
1: The thing is, when I started watching ECW, unfortunately, I started watching it near the end when they were pretty much gone. And Vince was already putting the money down on them. But... I seen a match with Pitbull 2 versus Raven and I was going oh my god Raven's doing everything to this guy and all he's doing is pumping his chest and he's getting coming back to life again. and I'm going what's he made out of? <laughs> I mean Raven's hitting with chains he's hitting with a kendo stick frying pans chairs everything and all he's doing is getting back up he's hitting his chest it's like he's pumping himself back up again. and They are going this guy is not gonna stop. Huh. You gotta shoot him, <laughs> <laughs> and that's it why I really tough. started getting into the ECW more or less. And like, oh, but the only thing I never liked about the ECW was the interference from the crowd. You know, from the other wrestlers going in there and joining the match. You know, okay, they're beating the hell out of each other. They don't need help from you to come in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then that would change <clears throat> the dynamic of the match to me, and all of a sudden it was like a title match. A guy who was not even involved wins the belt. How?
3: Oh, yeah, that annoys me. I
1: mean, Raven versus the Pitbull for the t- TV title, so to say. And all of a sudden, Tommy Dreamer comes out, and Tommy Dreamer wins the title, but he's not even involved in the match. Why?
0: Yeah, who knows? Didn't make sense. I was, well, I told you about a match once when I went to the ECW. Uh, Bowles Mahoney really went to go beat up a fan. He forgot who he was fighting, but the fan interfered and hit the his opponent, and that's when he stopped and says, "You don't put a finger on a on a wrestler, you don't touch a wrestler." The guy got kicked out after he beat him. He, he got kicked out.
2: Yeah, Bulls Mahoney, I've teamed up with, um, and he was actually at that match with uh, Andrew uh, Anderson with the uh, sworn enemy. Mm-hmm. He, I forget who he wrestled. Oh, no, I think he was just there doing autograph signing. Anyway, he was in the back. And there was, there was a... The way that match worked was this guy came out, who wasn't a wrestler, wasn't trained, and he hits um, Andrew Anderson in the head with this book. Okay? Which, of course, then I turn around, see Andrew Anderson down, and I go for the cover. I'm still faced, though, but I didn't realize what happened. I cover him one, two, three, I win... And Andrew Anderson gets up, um, he grabs this guy, and roughhouses him. Well, I guess this guy didn't know how to sell, and Balls Mahoney took quite a a stir because uh, you know this, the, you got yeah. this guy that's not trained in there, and he's making this big guy Anderson look like crap because he's not properly selling. He launched from the dressing room towards the curtain, almost got into the ring with a folding chair that he was going to beat the hell out of this guy with. Okay, this is end. You
1: hear me? Hey. Yes, sir. Hello. Oh, you got me. Okay, good.
0: Yeah. How you doing?
1: How you doing?
0: We're doing. We're all doing. We're That's all doing. good. Yeah. Now, where, where are
1: we at now? <laughs>
0: Right now we're at uh, James Henry's wrestling talk show, the indie wrestling talk show. Uh coming from our basement. Well from my basement and you upstairs. Uh we are socially distanced. We're in two different locations and uh that's how we do on the show right now.
1: Yeah, we're safe.
0: We're trying to stay safe, yeah. And uh, that's what the show is about It's about uh, uh, The independents uh, That are hurting The independents that are hurting uh, That are out of work Because of this uh, coronavirus uh, Bullshit over here And uh, You know A lot of local wrestlers hurt by COVID-19 You know and, uh, we, we asked uh uh, rage last week he was uh, he is the h w open uh, open Challenge champion and we asked rage uh you know if he had a job other than uh the rest of the game. and he said, yes, you know have bills, health insurance I'm sure you know but i'm sure these guys uh you know are hurting you know
1: yeah hey, a lot of people are hurting. You know, the, they're hurting twice because not only do they have to you know, a lot of them most of them probably have their own jobs, it's probably something on the side for them.
0: Yeah. So they're hurting
1: twice because they got one one way or one the other way.
0: Right. Right. You know, the bunch of guys that had a, uh, uh they were you know, they had their the indies. I'm sure they started up in Jersey because there's shows uh, that have been going on in Jersey. And they started up in a few other states as well, you know? And you got a lot of the New Yorkers going to Jersey.
1: Not just the shows, also the promotions, but the gyms where they train at, they're also probably shut down because of this.
0: Well, like I seen in the neighborhood and all over the place, uh, a lot of them are uh, using parks to train. You know, they train out in the parks. Oh, okay. the other and I've seen uh, MMA training in the park near me. Uh, I've seen Pilates training. I've seen all types of training in the park. Mm. But uh, oh. you know, they they find a way, you know, like uh, Rage said, he trains at home. You know, he's got his yeah, little... Yeah, true. But, uh, you know, that's, uh, yeah, that's one way of uh, training, you know, is... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, My son goes, he trains. He's not a wrestler or anything, but he goes to the park every day and trains over there, works out over there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, you you have access to a park like that, and what you're doing is more like uh, aerobic or roadwork-type training. Yeah, I could see uh, a park would be beneficial.
0: Yeah.
1: But, you know, if you're going to do, like, weight training or anything, it's either home or if you have access to a gym.
0: Yeah, yeah. But then again, I've seen gyms, they have their weights outdoors, and the guys that, you know, the gym rats really go there uh, and do it outdoors, you know?
1: Yeah. It's you know,
0: it's something they do. But uh, i tell yeah. you, a lot of wrestlers, we have their calendars jammed with shows, places they will be traveling to, and along with the names of the wrestlers they're going to be challenged. All that changed due to the coronavirus. Right. Everyone's schedules. And hopefully, uh, they get to refill their schedules.
1: And hopefully, yeah. you know, they, they don't suffer too much from ring rust that, uh, you know, lose a, well, lose a few they, steps.
0: They yeah. <clears throat> you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of cities and states place restrictions on public gatherings, you know, to combat the virus, but, uh, you know, it, 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 a lot of places have show dates. So, uh, as long as they practice their uh, social distancing, you know. Well,
1: now that's going to work because yeah. you know the um, indie events. You know, they're a small event to begin with. You know, people wise. Right. And now with all right. this social distancing, you know it's going to be limited access into these places, right? Yeah. Because
0: yeah. now, now, if you got 100 a hundred
1: people in there, you can only like. La- Allow maybe 30, 40 people.
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: Which, you know, yeah. so that means,
0: and that's you know, so that means it's going to be first come, first serve. Yeah. So you know, we got a, a, a place in. Uh, there's a place in uh, in Texas. They they have a twenty seven hundred seat capacity, and uh, realistically, they're going to probably uh, only fill it up to a, hundred, a thousand. See. You know,
1: it's, and it's going to be
0: they're only hoping
1: it's going to be on a probably most like a first come first serve basis. Whoever gets in there is there is in. Yeah. So guys like yeah. us, if we, go to, if we go to the places around here, guys like us, we have to make sure we're there like a day before. Yeah.
0: And wear a mask. And wear a mask. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. You know, but the, uh, the wrestlers, they all have an uh, interest in a uh, vested interest in their virus protection. Okay. You know? I was going to.
1: You see and, them wrestling with body... a
0: Right. Well, that's different. You know, as long they all get tested before they get.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Before they enter the air.
1: That's true. Oh, you know? yeah. Another thing. As we walk in, you're got to check your temperature also as you walk in.
0: Yeah, yeah. And the fans too. Mm-hmm. They to well, that, the They're going to be doing that. That's
1: what I mean. The, the but, fans are um, going to be tested.
0: Yeah, the fans. Yeah, but all wrestlers are tested before they, you know. Yeah, that of course. They got the bigger companies like uh, AEW, uh, the WWE. They they got strict guidelines. Yeah,
1: but, yeah, them. but don't forget, they also got, you know? they also have a medical crew in the back, twenty four seven, right there. You know.
0: Yeah, yeah. They, this is what they do. All wrestlers must be COVID nineteen tested to participate at the event, and these tests are free and can be scheduled in your area. A test must be done within ten days of the event. Talent must produce negative results by email, manuscript, etc. In order to participate.
1: Oh, so you've done your homework. Yeah. You're doing your re- yeah. you're doing your research, yeah. huh?
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, locker rooms will be set before each event. And uh, locker rooms will be separated by starter card, mid-card and the main card. There will be more than eight feet of separation between each person's locker room space. So, you know, everybody, all the staff is tested, management is tested. You know, everybody's going to be
1: tested. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I figured that.
0: Yeah. So, you know. They're going back to school with these kids. Everybody's gotta get tested. That's even more than the fans. More people than the fans. Yeah, but also you know, I've also
1: noticed that a lot of places now for the independents, they're you know, they're hurting because of this too.
0: Yeah, they lost a lot of money.
1: because yeah, they have you
0: know, who knows they, they
1: can't put a show anymore and they needed those
0: shows. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, a lot of fans are demanding, uh, you know, uh, the the independents, you know, Cause like like we said in the in the interviews, uh, you know, you like to interact with the wrestlers. Yeah, that's the wrestler.
1: that's the one thing I really I'm
0: sure. Yeah,
1: that's the one thing I really the enjoyed about them. that. It's one thing I really enjoyed about those the yeah. the independent shows I went to, how the fans interact yeah. with the wrestlers and back and forth. That was that was pretty enjoyable.
0: It is. It is. Yeah. It's uh you know, it's something
1: uh But also you gotta you also know. you gotta remember a lot of these a lot of these independent wrestlers, you know, they're pretty much, you know, live in the neighborhood where they're wrestling at and you know, their neighbors are seeing the right. show and they hey, hey how hey, how's everything? No.
0: Yeah, they like rage, you know. Rage is from Parts Unknown. He's from where the Undertaker is. And from the Ultimate War. And the Ultimate War. Yeah. I forgot to ask him if he ran, ever bumped into them guys. You
1: know, I think he might also live near the uh remember the um the executioners. Yeah. I wonder if Rage lives in the area that Parks they live Yeah, parts unknown. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he was neighbors with them at one time.
0: Yeah, probably. Who knows? Who knows? What's unknown is a big area. I
1: believe. Yeah, it's a very big area. It's so so big that nobody knows about it. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a bad ju- it was yeah. a bad joke, but it, it came out right. Came out right.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. So let me ask you a question. Now. What what do you like about the Indies? Because I know yeah, you've been,
0: you
1: like I've said it more than once, but you've been to more shows than I have, and you've been around. Uh, yeah,
0: and they, they, they're, they're pretty cool, you know. Because sometimes you go to these indie shows, right, and you'd be surprised who's going to show up there. You know, one of the uh, mainstream guys. You know, yeah. We went to one time. We went to an indie show in Long Island. And uh, the road dog and Billy Gunn were there. Mm. Uh, road, you know, the DX, you know, two members of DX were there. Rhino was there. My son got to take a picture with Rhino, yeah. And I
1: hear no, and FTW, I heard uh, a lot of guys like uh, uh, what's Terry Funk were there, you know, Sabu,
0: right? uh, Yeah, all
1: the ECW, all the all ECW big names there. I yeah, mean, the veterans of the ECW you, stuff like that.
0: you never know who you're gonna, yeah, be. that's true. You know? That's true. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I was wondering is MLW uh, independent or oh, that's part um, um, of the big uh, That's a good question. I'm
1: not totally sure because when I started watching MLW, they had a lot of the, the veterans, like Terry Funk was there. Rest in peace, Dusty Rhodes.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah Dusty bunch of other guys yeah. there
1: that are still there, but you know you don't see them as much. So I don't know if they will be considered uh, uh, an independent or one of the big names. Man, but you know I'm still playing catch up with MLW because they're doing the repeats now, which is good. So because when I started watching, I had nah, no idea.
0: They yeah, they stopped it. It's not all yeah, by me
1: i still got a few left I still going to watch.
0: Yeah. Jeff Cobb, he was an independent, and uh, he went to New Japan. Who was that? Then I think he came to uh, Jeff Cobb.
1: Oh, yeah, Jeff Cobb's good.
0: Then he went yeah, he's a big guy. Yeah. A big guy. Uh, and then he went to AEW, and... Uh, I don't know where
1: he is man. I think he's an Impact. I'm not sure though.
0: No, he's not. I'm trying
1: impact. to remember where I seen him last. It might be MLW. I'm just not sure. Wait, a hold on.
0: Is it, maybe it
1: is. Last time, no, it was Ring of Honor. I think. Oh, yeah? Unless this was repeat, I'm not sure because I was watching. Uh, I just caught Ring of Honor. It was like the, near the end of the show, and it was the main event match. It was uh, him and he was in a tag team with Don Maff. I forgot who they went against. But Cobb looks like, uh, he looks better than he was when he was in New Japan. So I'm not not sure if this is a before or after New Japan.
0: I don't know. Where the heck is he? Mr. Rathwadik.
1: Oh, yeah, Cobb, you know, He's also one of those, he's a big suplex master type guy, you know? Hits you with the suplex no matter yeah, what. Yeah. And he's got that power to back up the suplexes too, I'll tell you that.
0: Oh, he's currently signed with uh, yeah, Ring of Honor and Lucha.
1: Oh, okay. I haven't had been he's well, a long time either since they took it off the air.
0: Yeah, me too. So, and uh, oh, he, uh, he worked for Lucha Underground too.
1: Oh, he did? Nah, I never caught him in Lucha.
0: Yeah. boy Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's been around this guy,
1: huh? I don't know the last time I seen him, like I said, wow. was in New Japan, and then I seen him in Ring of Honor. Yeah.
0: Yep. But Ring. Yeah, he is a big guy. But Ring of
1: Honor is more like, um, like the mid card. They're not dependent, but they're yeah. not. But they're not the major league type wrestling promotion. Yeah, but you know, uh, when I when I was at the Ring of Honor, when I do catch it, it's always a good show to me. Even though now there's so many changes, yeah. there's so many changes because there's so many people in other other promotions and other federations that the guys that I see, I have no idea who they are. You know, yeah. they're completely new. The only one, you know, that still stands out that I seen was Marty Skrull, the villain.
0: Marty Scurrow, yeah. He's other with that. I don't know
1: what's going on with that. Yeah. I think he's one of the big shots in Ring of Honor now.
0: Yeah, but they uh they took him off of wrestling for now. Oh, they did? I don't know what's going well, on.
1: Well, I seen a wrestle that, yeah. like two weeks ago, I think it was. I seen a wrestle. In Ring of Honor. Yeah, yeah. I let again, oh, unless it was unless it was a repeat, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But he was—he was one of the guys in the tag match with uh, with uh, Don Math. Like I told you. Uh
0: huh. Yeah.
1: And no, I'm,
0: you know, guy uh, good. Ahead, go ahead. Since I've been watching the uh, the MLW, right. I noticed that uh, this new tag team that came in there. Which one? Yvonne Eric.
1: Oh, the von Ericks. The Von Erichs. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh, they're from Hawaii. These guys live in Hawaii. But they are from the famous uh Von Erick family.
1: Oh yeah, well, look the father. You know, they're, they're... Ke- Kevin yeah. Von Erick.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if he's still around, thank God. Yeah. I think, <laughs> it's, these guys.
1: I think it's the la- I think it's actually you the know? last living von Eriks.
0: Yeah, Uh, out of the brothers, right? Two two of the brothers uh committed suicide.
1: Um, let's see. David, I think, died from a car accident. Uh Carrie's, I heard, he was he was suicide. Mike Van Eric was also suicide, and Chris Van Eric also (laughs) suicide. If if I read the report, if I read the magazines correctly,
0: yeah, yeah, back then, yeah, yeah, that's a that, that that's a shame. Yeah, you know, that's so much, so much talent in that family. Yeah, yeah, but Kevin Von Erich he's you know, the only uh, the uh, original. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it
1: was Kevin Von Erich.
0: That's amazing. It
1: was the three major ones was Kevin, Mike, Kerry, and David.
0: David.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's Chris one.
1: Uh Chris, I think he was a cousin. I'm not sure if he was a brother or if uh, he was a cousin. I'm not sure now. Uh,
0: yeah. Every Von Eric made uh was in the WWE, yeah. I think yeah. once. WWE.
1: They, they called him the modern day warrior. Yeah. Or the Texas tornado, that's what they called him.
0: The Texas tornado, yeah. Wow!
1: Yeah, and he was uh Von Erik. Yeah, he was good though.
0: Just starting up. Again. Say again? Yeah, he was. He's a big guy. Oh yeah! Just starting up their dynasty. too, You know.
1: Well, there was the, there was always a big yeah. war between the Von Erics and remember the Freebirds? Yeah,
0: yeah, there was
1: always big wars between them and WCCW. Big wars with them. The feud last long oh, the right. feud from what I understand a hell of a long time.
0: Oh yeah, Man, that was really good Oh yeah.
1: It was a feud that you know you wanted to watch. You know, a lot of feuds now are like going, oh, Ah yeah. get it over with already. That was a that yeah. was a feud you wanted to watch.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Huh. Well, I guess uh, we only got enough for about twenty minutes tonight in the show.
1: Well, at least we're filling the uh, at least we filling it up.
0: Yeah, you're on vacation for the next yeah. uh, two days.
1: Yeah, and we're still on good. We're still on for next Saturday, right? For our next uh, interview. Yeah, yeah. We got to make sure we set that yes. up. And you want to give it yeah. keep it as a surprise.
0: I would keep it as a surprise. Keep it as a
1: surprise. Sounds good.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, the show will come out on uh, sometime Saturday night or uh, or Sunday morning. Oh, okay. Yeah. You
1: know? I thought we could do it. In the, I yeah. thought we could do it in the, in the early afternoon.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So we'll do it. Yeah, we're doing it. A, what time is it anyway? I forgot.
1: Uh, I think we we're planning uh, between eleven and twelve. We we're planning.
0: Okay, yeah, eleven, yeah, eleven o'clock is good.
1: Yeah, because you know where we're going to be doing it. Uh, you know, late at night, we're not going to go see each other.
0: Mm, <laughs> we taking nah, we got a nice background. Take in- we have got a very pretty.
1: It'll be better. It'll be better during the day. It's even better.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay. At night, you'll see a nice uh, the bridge lit up, and uh, you know.
1: Oh, well, no, no, good. no, no, no. Don't say the location either. Wait, wait. Let's keep that a surprise, too.
0: It's okay. I to... It will, it will.
1: <laughs> yeah. don't, don't let out too much information. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right, we're going to wrap it up.
1: All right, Jack and...
0: Uh, John, have a good night. You yeah too,
1: Jack, and I'll talk to you next week. Have a nice weekend. Yeah.
0: This is a J and j Indie Wrestling Talk Show. Sayonara, people.
1: Good night. And have a nice weekend and safe all. Good night. Hear me? Yes, sir. Hello. Oh, you got me. Okay, good.
0: Yeah. How you doing?
1: How you doing?
0: We're doing. We're all doing. That's good. Yeah. Where where are we at now? (laughs) Right now, we're at the uh, Jane's wrestling talk show, the indie Wrestling Talk Show. Uh, coming from our basement, well, from my basement and you upstairs. Uh, we are socially distanced. We're in two different locations, and uh, that's how we do on the show right now.
1: Yeah, we're safe.
0: We're trying to stay safe, yeah. And uh, that's what the show is about. It's about uh, uh, the independents uh, that are hurting, the independents that are hurting, uh, that are out of work because of this uh, coronavirus uh, bullshit over here. And, uh, you know, a lot of local wrestlers hurt by COVID-19, you know, and, uh, we, we asked uh uh, Rage last week. He was, uh, he is the HW Open, uh, Open Championship champion. And we asked Rage, uh, you know, if he had a job other than wrestling, uh, and he said yes. You know, he health insurance. I'm sure, you know, but I'm sure these guys, uh, you know, are hurting. You
1: know. Yeah. Hey, a lot of people are hurting you know, the, they're hurting twice because not only do they have to, you know, a lot of them, most of them probably have their own jobs. It's probably something on the side for them.
0: Yeah. So they're hurting
1: twice because they got one one way or one the other way.
0: Right. Right. You know, a bunch of guys, they had a uh, uh, you know, they had their the, the Indies. I'm sure they started up in Jersey because there's shows uh, that have been going on in Jersey. And he started up in a few other states as well, you know? And you got a lot of of the New Yorkers going to Jersey.
1: Not just the shows, also the promotions, but the gyms where they train at, they're also probably shut down because of this.
0: Well, like I seen in the neighborhood and all over the place, uh, a lot of them are uh, using parks to train. You know, they train out in the, oh, parks, okay. in the parks. And I've seen uh, MMA training in the park near me. Uh, I've seen Pilates training. I've seen all types of training in the park. Mm. But uh, oh. you know, they, they find a way, you know, like uh, Rage said, he trains at home. You know, he's got his yeah, little... true. There and but, uh, you know, that's, uh, yeah, that's one way of uh, training, you know, is... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, My son goes, he trains, he's not a wrestler or anything, but he goes to the park every day and trains over there, works out over there, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, well, you know, you you have access to a park like that, and what you're doing is more like uh, aerobic or roadwork type training, yeah, I could see a park would be beneficial.
0: Yeah.
1: But, you know, if you're going to do, like, weight training or anything like that, it's either home or if you have access to a gym.
0: Yeah, yeah. But then again, I've seen gyms, they have their weights outdoors, and the guys that, you know, the gym rats really go there uh, and do it outdoors, you know? Yeah. It's you know, it's something they do. But uh, i tell yeah. you, a lot of wrestlers, we have their calendars jammed with shows, and places they will be traveling to, and along with the names of the wrestlers they're going to be challenged. All that changed due to the coronavirus. Right. Everyone's schedules. And hopefully, uh, they get to refill their schedules.
1: And hopefully, yeah. you know, they don't suffer too much from ring rust that, they, you know, lose a, well, lose a few you know, steps.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> you know, a lot, of, uh, a lot of cities and states place restrictions on public gatherings, you know, to combat the virus, but, uh. You know, it, 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 a lot of places have show dates. So, uh, as long as they practice their uh, social distancing, you know.
1: Well, now that's going to work because yeah. you know the um, in the events, you know, they're a small event to begin with, you know, people wise. Right. And now with all right. this social distancing, you know, it's going to be limited access into these places, right?
0: Yeah. Because yeah. now, now, if you got a uh, hundred
1: people in there, you can only like, allow maybe 30, 40 people.
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: Which you know, yeah. so that means,
0: and that's you know, so that means it's going to be first come, so first serve. Yeah. So you know, we got a, a, a place in, uh, there's a place in uh, in Texas. They they have a twenty seven hundred seat capacity, and uh, realistically, they're going to probably uh, only fill it up to a, hundred, a thousand. See. You know?
1: It's, and it's going to be...
0: They're only hoping... And it's
1: going to be on a probably most like a first-come, 1st first serve basis. Whoever gets in there is, there, is in. Yeah. So guys like yeah. us, if we, go to, if we go to the places around here, guys like us, we have to make sure we're there like a day before. Yeah. And wear a mask. And wear a mask, yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: yeah. You know, the... Uh, the wrestlers, they all have uh, interest in, a uh, vested interest in their virus protection.
1: Okay. You
0: know? Because, well, uh, gonna... world?
1: <laughs> you see and, them wrestling when I ask.
0: Right. Well, that's different. You know, as long, they all get tested before they get...
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Before they enter the era.
1: That's true. Oh, you know? yeah, another thing. As we walk in, you got to sure. check your temperature also as you walk in.
0: Yeah, yeah. And the fans too. Mm-hmm. They to well, that, the They're going to be doing that. That's
1: what I mean. The, the but, fans are um, going to be tested.
0: Yeah, the fans. Yeah, but all wrestlers are tested before they, you know. Yeah, that of course. They got the bigger companies like uh, AEW, uh, the WWE. They they got strict guidelines. Yeah,
1: but, yeah, but don't forget, they also got, you know? they also have a medical crew in the back, twenty four seven, right there. You know.
0: Yeah, yeah, they, this is what they do. All wrestlers must be COVID 19 tested to participate at the event, and these tests are free and can be scheduled in your area. A test must be done within 10 days of the event. Talent must produce negative results by email, manuscript, etc. In order to participate,
1: oh, so you've done your homework, yeah. you know, your re- yeah. you're doing your research, yeah. huh?
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, locker rooms will be sanitized before each event. And uh, locker rooms will be separated by starter card, mid-card and the main card. There will be more than eight feet of separation between each person's locker room space. So, you know, everybody, all the staff is tested, management is, is tested. You know, everybody's gonna be
1: tested. Yeah. Oh yeah, I figured that.
0: Yeah. So, you know, Going back to school with these kids, everybody's got to get tested. That's even more than the fans, more people than the fans. Yeah, but also, you know, but I've is. also
1: noticed that a lot of places now for the independents, they're you know, they're hurting because of this, too.
0: Yeah, they lost a lot of money
1: because yeah, they have you
0: know, who knows? They, the they,
1: they can't stuff. put a show anymore, and they needed those yeah. shows,
0: yeah. Yeah, but uh, a lot of fans are demanding, uh, you know, uh, the, the independence. You know, like, like we said in the, in the interviews, uh, you know, you like to interact with the uh,
1: yeah. That's the that's the one thing I really. I'm sure. Yeah, that's the one thing I really enjoyed the about them. that. It's one thing I really enjoyed about those the, yeah. the independent shows I went to, how the fans interact yeah. with the wrestlers and back and forth. That was that was pretty enjoyable.
0: It is. It is. Yeah. It's uh, you know, it's something uh,
1: But also you gotta you also know. you gotta remember a lot of these a lot of these independent wrestlers, you know, they're pretty much, you know, live in the neighborhood where they're wrestling at and you know, their neighbors are seeing the right. show and they hey, hey, how hey, how's everything? No.
0: Yeah, like rage, you know. Rage is from parts unknown. He's from where the Undertaker is, And from the Ultimate and Warrior. The ultimate I warrior. To ask him if metal guy. yeah. I forgot to ask him if he ran, ever bumped into them guys.
1: You know, I think he might also live near the. Uh, <laughs> remember the um, um, the Executioners? Yeah. I wonder if Rage lives in the area that it's they live. Yeah, parts
0: unknown.
1: Yeah. Yeah, maybe he was neighbors with them at one time.
0: Yeah, probably. Who knows? Who knows? What's unknown is a big area.
1: I believe. Yeah, it's a very big area. It's so so big that nobody knows about it. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a bad joke. Yeah. It was a bad joke, but it, it came out right. Came out right. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: So let me ask you a question now. What what do you like about the Indies? Because I know yeah, you've been, you've been in, like it, but. I've said it before, more than once, but you've been to more shows than I have, and you've been around. The yeah, been
0: and they, they, they're pretty cool, you know. Because sometimes you go to these indie shows, right, and you'd be surprised who's going to show up there. You know, one of the uh, mainstream guys. You know, yeah. We went to one time. We went to an indie show in Long Island. And uh, the Road Dog and Billy Gunn were there. Road, you know, the DX, you know, two members of DX were there. Rhino was there. My son got to take a picture with Rhino. Yeah, and
1: I hear no. And uh, FTW, I heard uh, a lot of guys like uh, uh, what's Terry Funk were there. You know, Sabu,
0: right? uh, Yeah, all
1: the ECW, all the all ECW big names there. Yeah, you know, the veterans of ECW you stuff like that.
0: You never know who you're gonna. Yeah, be. that's true. You know? That's true. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I was wondering is uh, MLW uh, independent or oh, that's um, um, part of the big one? Uh, that's a good question.
1: I'm not totally sure because when I started watching MLW, they had a lot of the the veterans, like Terry Funk was there. Rest in peace, Dusty Rhodes.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, Dusty Rhodes. A bunch of other guys man. there
1: that are still there, but you know you don't see them as much. So I don't know if they will be considered uh, uh, an independent or one of the big names. Man. But you know, I'm still playing catch-up with MLW because they're doing the repeats now, which is good. Because yeah. so, when I started watching, I had nah, no idea.
0: Yeah, they stopped it. It's not on by yeah, like me.
1: I still got a few left. I still gotta watch.
0: Yeah. Jeff Cobb, he was an independent. And uh, he went to New Japan. Who was that? Then I think he came to uh, Jeff Cobb.
1: Oh yeah, Jeff Cobb's good.
0: Then he went to New Japan. yeah, he's a big guy. Yeah. He's a big guy. Uh and then he went to AEW and uh, I don't know where
1: he is now. I think he's Impact. I'm not sure though.
0: No, he's not. I'm trying to
1: remember where I seen him last. It might be MLW. I'm just not sure. Wait, hold on.
0: Maybe it
1: is. Last time, no, it was Ring of Honor. I think. Unless this was repeat, I'm not sure because I was watching. uh, I just caught Ring of Honor. It was like near the end of the show, and it was the main event match. It was uh, him. And he was in a tag team with Don Maf. I forgot who they went against. But Cobb looks like uh, he looks better than he was when he was in New Japan. So I'm not, I'm not yeah. sure if this was a before or after New Japan.
0: Ooh, I don't know. Now where the heck is he, uh, Mister Athletic? His nickname.
1: Oh well, yeah, you know, Cobb. You know. He's also one of those, he's a big suplex master type guy, you know? Hits you with the suplex no matter yeah, what. Yeah. And he's got that power to back up the suplexes, too, I'll tell you that.
0: Oh, he's currently signed with uh, yeah, Ring of Honor and Lucha.
1: Oh, okay. I haven't had cool. a long time either since they took it off the air.
0: Yeah, me too. And uh, he, uh, he worked for Lucha Underground, too.
1: Oh, he did? Nah, I never caught him in Lucha.
0: Yeah. Boy, yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's been around this guy,
1: huh? I don't know the last time I seen him, like I said, oh. was New Japan, and then I seen him in Ring of Honor. Yeah.
0: Yep. But Ring. Yeah, he is a big guy. But Ring of
1: Honor is more like, um, like the mid card. They're not dependent, but they're yeah. not. But they're not the major league type wrestling promotion. Yeah, but you know, uh, when I when I was at the ring of honor, when I do catch it, it's always a good show to me. Even though now there's so many changes, yeah. there's so many changes because there's so many people in other other promotions and other federations that the guys that I see, I have no idea who they are. You know, yeah. they're completely new. The only one, you know, that still stands out that I seen was Marty Skrull, the villain.
0: Marty Scurrell, yeah. He's dealing with that. I don't
1: know what's going on with that guy. I think he's one of the big shots in Ring of Honor now.
0: Yeah, but they uh they took him off of wrestling for now. Oh they did? I don't know what's going well,
1: on. Well, I seen a wrestle that, yeah. like two weeks ago I think it was. I seen a wrestle. In Ring of Honor. Yeah. yeah. I let oh, again no. unless it was unless it was a repeat, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But he was—he was one of the guys uh, in the tag match with, uh, with uh, Don Math. Like I told you.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. And no, you know, guy uh, good. Ahead, go ahead. Since I've been watching uh, uh, the, MLW, right. I noticed that uh, this new tag team that came in there. Which one? Devon Eric.
1: Oh, the von Eriks. The Von Yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh they're from Hawaii. These guys live in Hawaii. But they are from the famous uh Von Erich family.
1: Oh yeah, well, look the father. You know, they're, they're... Ke- Kevin yeah. Von Erick.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's still around, thank God. Yeah. I
1: think, I think it's, it's the guys la- la- I think it's actually the know. last living von Erich.
0: Yeah, out of the brothers, right? Two two of the brothers uh, committed suicide.
1: Um, let's see. David, I think, died from a car accident. Carrie's, Ker- uh-huh. I heard, he was he was suicide. Mike Von Eric yeah. was also suicide, and yeah. Chris Van Eric also suicide. If if I read the report, if I read the magazines correctly,
0: yeah, yeah, back then, yeah, yeah, that's a that, that that's a shame. Yeah, you know, that's so much, talent. so much talent in that family. Yeah, yeah, but Kevin Von Eric, you know, the only, uh, uh, original. Yeah, wow, yeah, it
1: was Kevin Von Erich. That's amazing. It was the three major ones it was Kevin, Mike, Kerry, and David.
0: David.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. He's the one.
1: Uh Chris, I think he was a cousin. I'm not sure if he was a brother or if uh, he was a cousin. I'm not sure now. Right.
0: Yeah. Every von Eric made uh was in the WWE, yeah. I think yeah. once. The
1: they they right. called him the Modern Day Warrior. Yeah. Or the Texas Tornado. That's what they called him.
0: The Texas Tornado. Yeah. That's it. Wow,
1: yeah, and he was uh Van Eric. Yeah, he was good though.
0: Just starting Second. Yeah, he was. He's a big guy. Oh yeah. Just starting up their dynasty. Too, you know.
1: Well, there was the, there was always a big yeah. war between the Von Erics and remember the Freebirds. Yeah,
0: yeah. There was
1: always big wars between them and WCCW. Big wars with them. A feud last long. Oh, right. time. A feud, from what I understand, a hell of a long time.
0: Oh yeah, man, that was really good. Back in the day. Oh yeah,
1: it was a feud that you know you wanted to watch. You know, a lot of feuds now, like going, Ah, oh, get it over with already. That was a, that yeah. was a feud you wanted to watch.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Huh. Well, I guess uh, we only got enough for about twenty minutes tonight in the show.
1: Well, at least we're filling the uh, at least we're it up.
0: Yeah, you're on vacation for the next yeah. uh, two days.
1: Yeah, and we're still on. Good. We're still on for next Saturday, right? For our next uh, interview. Yeah. Yeah, we got to make sure we set that yes. up, and you want to give. keep it as
0: a surprise I would keep it as a surprise
1: surprise. sounds good
0: Uh, yeah well the show will come out on uh, sometime Saturday night or uh, or Sunday morning
1: oh okay I thought we could do it I thought we could do it in the the early afternoon
0: oh okay yeah so we'll do it yeah we're doing it what time is it anyway I forgot
1: uh, I think we are planning uh, between 11 and 12, we we're planning.
0: Okay, yeah. 11, yeah. 11 o'clock is good.
1: Yeah, because, you know, where we're going to be doing it, uh, you know, late at night, we're not going to go see each other. <laughs>
0: we-, mm-hmm. we, take a- nah, we got a nice background. We're take the- we got a very pretty...
1: It'll be, better, it'll be better during the day. It's even better.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay. At night, you'll see a nice... Uh, the bridge lit up and, uh, you know,
1: Oh uh, No, no, good. no, no. no! Don't say the location either. Wait, wait. Let's keep that a surprise, too. It's
0: okay. I to. It <laughs> will, it will.
1: Yeah. Don't, don't let out too much information.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, we're going to wrap it up.
1: All right, Jack and...
0: Uh, John, have a good night. You
1: too, Jack, and I'll talk to you next week. Have a nice weekend. Yeah.
0: This is a J and j Indie Wrestling Talk Show hour, people. Good night. And have a nice weekend and safe all. Oh, good night.